from depression to diabetes to obesity and addictions. Our medical problems are climbing and are now at epidemic rates. This is why I started this podcast, Your Health Transformed, to educate you, to teach you, so we can all learn how to combat these increasing medical problems and live well again and become transformed. I am your host, Dr. Franchelle Hamilton, bariatric surgeon, and have seen these medical problems and treated them firsthand. I am now on a journey to help transform health, not just band-aid it. So thank you for listening and going on this journey with me and all of my guests on Your Health Transformed. Hi, and welcome back to Your Life Transformed. I am super excited to talk to Paige Heafy, one of the executives at Giant, about all the new technologies and AI and what technology can do for patients. So I'm really excited. This is a topic close to my heart. So thank you so much for being on the show, Paige. How are you? I'm great. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks so much for having me. So for the audience who doesn't know, because honestly, I wasn't as familiar until I started doing research, what is Giant? What is the company that you work for? Yeah, so Giant is a company that offers AI uh, symptom checking and AI uh, tools that can help facilitate people being able to um, navigate our healthcare system and gain access to our healthcare system in a much more easy and efficient way. And when did this come out? Like, what did COVID trigger this? Like so many other technologies. Yeah. Or was this kind of being done before COVID? And then a follow-up question is why? Like, why was this created? Sure, sure. So this company was actually founded in 2016. We came out with our first product um, in 2018. So it does predate the COVID pandemic. The co-founders, their original intention was to be able to essentially um, level the playing field in healthcare. So to increase access, to mm. reduce the cost of care, and to be able to have patients have a better control over their medical decision-making process. So they uh, started with building a AI-driven symptom checker that essentially allows people to on their phone or on their computer at home or wherever they are, go through the process of assessing what is going on with them. So if their ear aches, if their throat hurts, they can go through a series of AI-driven questions in order to help them understand what is likely going on with them and then Mm -hmm. for them to be able to seek out the right place for care. Now, since the pandemic, right, during the uh, In the pandemic time, a lot of that work was focused on being able to do uh, symptom checking for COVID symptoms. Correct, correct, correct. We had a a lot of explosion around um, health systems wanting to offer that in order to be able to navigate patients to the right place since they did not want them coming into an urgent care setting or into the doctor setting or into the ED unless it's absolutely 
um, imperative. So we had a lot of explosion around that, but our core functionality and our core offering around a, a broader symptom checking capability is still our foundation and is still now what we sell primarily to hospitals and health systems who then make it available to patients to in their, their patients. markets. Okay. That, that makes sense. So I'm totally into tech and healthcare. I yeah, it's probably, the future. Yeah, a hundred percent. So I a hundred percent believe health technology is going to be the future of medicine. I believe this before COVID. And then I feel mm-hmm. like COVID, like, you know, being in this field, like accelerated mm-hmm. all of this, right? Because there were so many Absolutely. insurance and all this other stuff kind of before COVID. And then because we were kind of trapped in our homes, like this was the only mm-hmm. way to communicate with our, with physicians, with people, with kind of getting all of our stuff neat, neat met. I even work in the ER and at one point we were even doing virtual stuff for ER visits, just trying to like mm-hmm. control, you know what I'm saying? The spread of the disease. And so I right. think technology is definitely going to be the way to go. Can you kind of inform the audience a little bit more when you say AI. Like I know what it is, but how is AI using AI different in, in using that in technology different from somebody just going to Google and looking up their symptoms? Mm-hmm. Sure. So it is a much smarter, more intelligent way than just mm-hmm. going to Google and looking up your symptoms. Because when you're going to Google and looking up your symptoms, Google is just providing you with information in which then you as um, a non-clinically educated person are trying to discern and understand and pick up on cues around what might be going on with you. And quite and can often- Can I just add real yeah. quick? I'm sorry yes. to interrupt, but as the physician, then I see you in my mm-hmm. office or in the ER, in the <clears throat> hospital- and you give me the worst of the symptoms that Google picked out. Like you're well, like, my eye hurts. Exactly. I may have brain cancer. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. Sorry. Please continue. I know it's completely true. Right. Because typically when you are looking at Google, because you have something going on, you are already in kind of a heightened state of like either not feeling well or being anxious. And so you do, you go, you tend to go to like the most, worst like diagnosis <laughs> possible. Like I have, I have cancer or something like that. And I'll even tell like a personal story recently, my daughter um, <clears throat> traveled to South Africa and returned after being there for a month. And she came wow. back with a, you know, fever and some like rash on her. And her first thought was, mom, I have monkey pox, mom, I have monkey pox, you know? And I was like, no, no, like go to the urgent care on on a telehealth visit. And, you know, I am certain you do not have monkey pox. So yes, we tend to go to like the extremes or kind of like what we know is like kind of the worst case scenario. So going back to then the use of AI is the smart intelligence. So it will ask you questions around what is going on. And then based upon your response, it is checking your response against an entire data set of hundreds of thousands of people who have been um, diagnosed with the same issue. Um, And then will, based on your response, will give you then a, a next set of questions 
to go down an intelligent kind of clinical line of thinking. So, right, mm -hmm. if you don't have a fever, then it's going to take you down a different line of questioning than if you do have a fever. And yeah. then it, you know, help you tease out what the true kind of clinical issues may be that are going on and then recommend you to either get self-care because it can be managed at home or to, you know, have a telehealth visit or go to urgent care, follow up with, with your um, doctor. If it okay. is a very, if it is a more serious, you know, condition yeah. or likelihood of a more serious condition, then it will recommend that you go to the emergency room. But part of the goal is to not have people go to the emergency room when it's not necessary. Correct. Right? I agree. It's, as an emergency physician, you know, right, Correct. then it doesn't allow you to focus on the people who really have urgent and emergent situations. But then as the consumer, they're getting, you know, hit with a really large bill, you know, yeah, when correct. it was necessary. Because emergency and is that care how is this reduces costs then for the for the patient. Yes. So on the patient side, yes. it's almost like yes. having a maybe almost like a nurse almost like on the other yes. side of this maybe app. Is it an app? And and then they just kind of ask questions very similar to what maybe a nurse would do either in an urgent Correct. care or an ER, and then it takes you down this line of questioning. And then, like you said, it's AI. So AI, mm -hmm. unlike Google, is is like backed and compared with actual clinical data and clinical pathways that can Correct. intelligently kind of offer you, okay, it may be this or this based on everything that you're telling me. And so, and then it makes a recommendation mm -hmm. for the patient. So Correct. Correct. So it is. It's almost like replacing, um, at least at a as a first line of defense, is like replacing yeah. a nurse or a nurse line, uh, because you know eighty percent of you know your basic primary care, urgent care situations like pink eye or strep Correct. throat can be very simply diagnosed, and you know yeah. this uh, using an AI model and algorithm is you know a very applicable way in like natural like next evolution around how we can take care of ourselves yeah um, without having to you know go see a doctor yeah i agree i agree so when i'm on er call and i was just on mm -hmm. it yesterday actually i mean people come mm -hmm. in with all kind of and i'm trying as the physician right. to educate them like you don't really need to come to the emergency room for this you know what i'm mm -hmm. saying i don't know what happened right. over the years but I would hear stories of my like grandmother and great grandmother that some egregious stuff when they should have gone to the ER and they just like put some castor oil or whatever. Right. Gin, right. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and now like people are like, I had a positive pregnancy test and we're like, okay, that's not an emergency. What do you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, I like this. True. Have you guys seen, um, actual reduced costs from both the hospital side and the patient side from this system? Like, do you guys have those numbers? Like, have you seen it? Yeah, so we have. So we've been able to show a reduction in patients um, not going to the emergency room mm -hmm. as needed. Um, we also have shown that we are able to um, more seamlessly hand them over and direct them to like a telehealth visit 
or right. to, um, you know, actually like nowadays some hospitals and health systems have a live chat agent or a live chat nurse. So they can live yeah. chat with a nurse if there's still outstanding questions. So we have been able to see that we are more, we are able to more efficiently and effectively navigate them to the right places of care. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I think this, I love this system and I love using AI. I think this is going to be yes. very helpful, like in the future. So I guess what, why aren't you guys like in every hospital system? Like what is the, <laughs> the blocker for this? Like if it, if it has this great cost reduction, I think it's great use for the patient. Is it an app? Is that how for the patient side? So it can reside on a website. Okay. It can reside within an app. So okay. it is available in in a variety of different places. So it is, but you know, the whole intention, right, is that you know it's it's available on your mobile device. So Correct. when you're easy on the accessible. go and easy, it's easy and accessible. And you know, you know, the majority of individuals in the United States now have some sort of mobile device. Um, and so we are able to extend that out to them to be, like I said, to be able to use 24 seven, 365, you yeah. know, in their home or, you know, if they're dry, you know, if they're out, out, out and about. Yeah. 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 And then, so, to you know, I, um, yeah. So with regards to why isn't it in every hospital and health system yet, you know, it's just a matter of time. You yeah. know, they had, you know, you know, the last couple of years, we all have been very focused on just, you yeah. know, addressing the immediate needs around COVID. We were able to uh, spread quite a bit with regards to um, getting into hospitals and health systems for the COVID support. And so yeah. now we are just continuously, you know, working to expand out further. And, you know, more recently, we've also gone into um, offering it for health plans, because oftentimes, yeah. the first yeah. point where people go to look for care is their yep. health insurance website, because they're looking for providers that are in network versus yep. out of network to right manage costs that way. So we're also going into that arena. So that way, it's also available there. So people can, you know, say I'm sick, they can start that symptom checking process. And yeah. then they can also then be surfaced you know, where to go for care that is within their network and it's going to be the lowest oh, place, lowest cost great. of care for them. Yeah. That's great. That was going to be my next question. Like in the event, like it's not necessarily a primary care issue. Um, mm -hmm. What if it's something like more specific or more, do you guys essentially just recommend mostly like primary care or urgent care? Or do you even get even more specific with the AI where it can tell you based on, I saw some stuff like based on location. I don't know. Can mm -hmm. it recommend a cardiology group or an ENT group? Yes. I don't know. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so okay. we have capabilities to ex extend beyond, um, urgent care, uh, urgent, like primary care diagnosis. Yeah. That's our core. Um, yeah. But we are able to at least assess, we're able to assess for mental health and behavioral health issues. Oh, that's so good. if someone, yeah, so if someone, you know, uh, comes and uses our tools around, um, you know, self diagnosis for depression or anxiety, we're able to refer them to behavioral health or mental health okay. resources. Um, we, there are, we're able to also refer for specialty care. So 
we can at least do some initial assessment. Like if yeah. you have an orthopedic issue, like you, you know, think, you know, you're trying to like an injury or sprain. Your, yeah. If you broke your foot or sprained your foot, right. We yeah. can do some initial assessment like that and then recommend where you need to go to care, whether you need, you know, if it's likely broken and you really need to go to someplace where you can get it x-rayed and cast, or yeah. if it's just a sprain and you don't need that. Um, yeah. all those resources. Yeah. So we're able to at least do some initial assessment and referral around specialty care, um, mental health issues as well. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And then it's based on the patient's location, right? So yes, so can- yes, so we can geolocate you. So if you want <laughs> to share your location, or if you want to share like a nearby zip code, you we can offer the um, offer where your kind of closest you know, a point of care is. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I think this is really good technology. I, I, um, like love this idea and I can see how it would be so beneficial. And I think a lot of the technology now is using like what you said, this like AI, which is essentially just a smarter technology to help us to help guide people in the right direction. So they're just not kind of, you know, all over the place. And I think that's where it kind of helps the patient and it also helps the physician. So on the physician side, tell me, um, and I think I know the answer, but I want to hear it from you. (laughs) How does it help, help them and then also decrease Mm -hmm. burnout for them? Because that's a big problem. So, yeah, so it helps with physician work, uh, physician workload and burnout in a couple different ways. And I actually, I should extend it beyond to beyond just physicians, but to healthcare providers because Mm -hmm. we actually can help offset and manage workload for um, all people, you know, in in a healthcare setting. So, um, it, it. so we do that in a couple ways. First and foremost, if people use the symptom checker and then take the advice as to where to go get care, they are going to the more appropriate place for care. So then people, you know, you as an emergency room physician, you are not seeing the people who don't really need emergency level of care. And you can focus your time and attention on the people that really need to be there. Right. And so then you are, we are helping to unclog your emergency rooms and move people to the right place of care. The other way is that we can also, uh, like I said, mentioned previously, we can route people seamlessly for conversations with live chat. And so that you know, can put someone in conversation with a provider via live chat or very, or via um, asynchronous like email, mm-hmm. text communication exchange. Mm-hmm. And so that can also help manage the workflow. And um, again, not necessarily, you know, not necessarily having to see a person in like in real life in a clinic setting. And Correct. that can allow for, you know, multiple people, you know, patients to be kind of managed at the same time. The last way, which we haven't really talked too much about, is that when people use our symptom checker, if, if it's, um, if they want, and it's, you know, set up and configured for the health system to be able to do this, we can actually send over to the healthcare provider 
a note of everything that the individual has reported. Well, so that was going to be my next yeah, question. So, yes. Yeah, so it can, you know, so we can send over a note that has like the history and what Correct. their, what their complaints are and what they are, you know, saying they are experiencing what they are denying they are experiencing yeah. and then anything else about their past medical history. And we can send it over. So that way it is ready and available if they need to come into the clinic or they need to do a telehealth appointment, the yeah. healthcare provider can look at that information. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you. Cause that was actually yeah. my next question. Like, yeah. is like as the provider on the other side, would I be mm -hmm. able to have access to this information? Cause it's much easier that, yes. cause that also saves time. Mm -hmm. Right. So a lot of times yes. when you come for in-person visits, we have to go through all that in our new patient visit, or sometimes it's pre-filled out and we mm -hmm. still have to kind of review it or the nurse or some, or one of the staff, but to be able right. to kind of have that sent over electronically that we can quickly kind of review many times, Correct. you know, like you said, if it's something like common, we're like, Oh, that's strep throat. Like you, you know, we see exactly chat, you need an antibiotic, any allergies to antibiotics, here's your medication and done. So it becomes Correct. like, a five, 10 minute visit versus a 30 minute visit. So yeah, no, that was my, that was going to be my next question. So I think that's great. Yes. That's yes. So, so we've been really fortunate to one, have a medical team, of course, as a part of yeah. the company with a chief medical officer and, yep. and the members of our, of our clinical team, they are practicing clinicians themselves. So they come with that experience yep. around, oh, let's design it for, uh, the, the healthcare provider and help, yeah. you know, streamline their workload. Um, and then we also have then our product people who are non-clinicians who yeah. can sit there and put on like the lens of the patient and say, Correct. if I'm coming in with no clinical experience and knowledge in education, then, hey, how does it feel for me as a patient? And then we can marry up the two to kind of provide, you know, the best experience to both. Yeah, that's perfect. Well, thank you so much, Paige, for giving us this information. I really think technology is going to be the way to go. I'd like to encourage all the listeners, if you have that option to be able to use technology through your healthcare provider or healthcare system, that's definitely the way to go. As we've discussed here, it helps you um, navigate a little bit better. It saves you time, saves you money, and then it also helps your provider also. So thank you so much, Paige, for being on the show today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I hope this message continued to empower you and inspire you to continue on your health transformation journey. Thank you for listening. And please subscribe or download if you like what you're hearing. The goal is to continue to inform you and educate you as you transform on your healthcare journey and show you different paths to take in order to get you to your goal. Until next time, thank you.